July weekend, and uh, Bill and I are here in the in the studio here at WGNS. Uh, Dalton Barrett is on the board as usual, and always doing a great job. We've got a great guest with us tonight, uh, Mr. Sean Wright, who's going to run for Murfreesboro City Council, and we're going to have him in here in just a minute. And uh, before we get started, Bill, we have got a bunch of obituaries, and before we get. Uh, I don't want to get to sound like we're getting this out of the way, but I want to do this before we forget something. Yeah, okay? we've we've lost several people in the last few days. Uh, uh, we lost Guy Dotson Jr. He uh, right. passed away at the age of fifty-seven, and the Dotson family's well known, well respected here. His father was Guy Senior, the district attorney, or attorney general for years, and <clears throat> and then. Uh, you know, Vaughn is a realtor with us, Sean, and Ben was in the accident. He's he's doing better. He's down at Vanderbilt, and um, now Ben is Ben is, is the youngest. There, he's one of the brothers. Yes, okay. there's there's right. five. Sean there, and I were talking about that. I, I there was I Guy sure. Junior. Okay. Well, there's Beth, Beth, God, God Junior, um, and then Vaughn, and Ben, and Greg. There you go. Okay. Greg, Greg okay. was a deputy was okay. a deputy at the sheriff's department, and Ben was a coach at Siegel. Okay. But then, so our thoughts and prayers go out to the Dotson family, and uh, they'll be burying God Junior this week. Um, and then Bubba Woodfin passed away. Sorry to hear that about who Mr. was Woodfin. an icon. In, right, right. Yeah. His family goes way back here. I mean, Woodfin and more. The the I know my family. Sure. Everybody knows. Mr. Oh, yeah. Whitfin or Bubba, right? And he was a. I grew up with him, with the Whitfin family because we went to church together sure. at uh, Central Christian, and right. uh, my uh, my great grandmother Zeddy Cranford and Bubba's grandmother Black were uh, dear friends and helped. Well, they were some of the first members at Central Christian Church. So I grew up with the Whitfin girls, and all of our condolences and our prayers go out to. Uh, Kay Woodfin, Shannon, Kit, right. Melissa, and Ashley. We love y'all, and we're we're praying for you. Now, David so. Settles, a good friend of this broadcast. You were uh, just mentioning that. that was somebody son, else. Darius passed away. Darius passed right. away, and he was in his 20s, I think. I, I believe so. I only yeah. had the opportunity to meet him once or twice. And David and his wife are just fine people. Yeah. I mean, De- man, they're, they're piling yeah. up. I mean, great day. I mean, yeah. You know, but on the flip side— James Rowland, right, celebrating the ninth birthday. My son William is going to be celebrating his twentieth birthday on July the seventh. He was born on seven seven, weighed seven seven, was twenty one inches long. And if you read the Bible, the seven is a perfect number. Yeah, I've got a better birthday. No, seven seven. That uh, this marks seven years. That I've been on the air here at WGS tonight. <laughs> right. And I, I wanted to give right. a birthday uh, wish to Kelly Holcomb. It's this right. week as Kelly well. Kelly was with us last week. He'll be 35. Week. No, I think he's going to be like close to 50. <laughs> Kelly, are you listening? He'll tell you he's like 27. A great golfer, by I the way. I would imagine Mrs. Holcomb would have something to Lori, say. Lori, <laughs> are we getting a call right now? <laughs> but happy birthday. And again, we're praying okay. for the Dotson family, the Settles family, and the Woodson family. Right. And, um, you know. You think you got hard times. I've said this before. And lots of times all you got to do to find someone in worse shape is look right out your door. Okay. Amen. But for right now, my name is Edwin Lee Raymer, and this is the Edwin Lee Raymer Show. And, yes, I'm still a private investigator. Welcome aboard. 
You're tuned into the Edmund Lee Raymer Show with your host, Ed Raymer. Taking your phone calls and text messages at 615-893-1450 on the Edmund Lee Raymer Show. And that's a little stiff upper lip for you from ACDC. And this is the Emily Raymer Show, and I'm your host, Ed Raymer. This show is produced right here in the studios of WGNSAM 1450, 100.5, 101.9 FM, right here in the heart of the great volunteer state, Murfreesboro, Tennessee. You can reach us tonight with your questions, comments, or ideas, or text for us or for Sean at 615 893 that's 615-893-1450. And as I said, you can also send a text to that number. Don't be glad to read it to us to you over the air. For those of you who do not wish to be heard live, as you know, my co-host is Mr. Bill Wilson, a.k.a. Mr. Murfreesboro. He's already been on. Our guest this evening is Mr. Sean Wright. Once again, he's running for city council. And you can listen to us via the Internet at WGNSRadio.com. That's WGNSRadio.com and Facebook at the Evan Lee Raymer Show on WGNS and Bill's Mr. Murfreesboro page. You can watch us there as well. I think my wife always watches Mr. Murfreesboro. She don't go to my page. She goes to yours, Bill. It's one of the best pages I've (laughs) noticed for uh, up-to-the-date news and uh, history nostalgia. uh, You can (laughs) also download the WGNS app and take WGNS with you wherever you go and listen whenever you wish. And uh, a lot of good shows here. Stephen Reynolds does a podcast on Thursday. Um, Angela Bingham, who's on at uh, 6 o'clock here with the uh, um, Simplicity. And Dalton produces all these shows along with ours. And uh, Dalton, you guys did a good job on the July 4th show. We, We listened to that. I talked to someone else earlier that was listening to that right out here in public. And uh, y'all did a great job. Good job. And uh, they, by the way, do the morning show. He and his dad, Brian Barrett, and John Dingus, every morning from 6 to 8, from 6 to 8, that WGNS morning show. Okay. And um, we are here. Uh, you got Sean's, Sean. Sean, welcome aboard. Welcome back to WGNS. You've been here many times, I'm sure. Yeah, thanks, Ed. Thanks, okay. Bill, for having me. Yeah. Glad to have you here. Uh, big 4th of July weekend. Kids have a good time. Oh, it was great. I, Bill, do you remember the fireworks at old, when they were at Old Fort Park? It, behind the accident, yeah. It, this was the most that I remember it being like that. People were parking in the street watching it. Right. And right. It, now, it, now, were they out at Medical Center? Oh, they were, I they were the by fireworks. the fire department, weren't they? Yeah, and I, I, was, I was at Jackson Heights. Jackson Heights was packed, and there was people sitting it, on the sidewalk. It was like American Graffiti cruising days. It, there was, yeah. Meredith and I were headed uh, home uh, from her parents' house on the north side of town. Right. And there was like you just said, you looked over at Toots, you looked yeah. at cars pulled over. Now, where did they shoot them? At they, the they fire were, department? They on, were behind the, the fire department on Medical Center. Okay, so the fire the, department. The new one, yeah. Yeah, the new one, number four. Okay. Yeah, uh-huh. and it, but it was cool. I mean, people parked on the street. It was, it was a lot like I remember the ones on Old Fort. It was all the old cars. school fireworks. Yeah, old, old school fireworks. Well, it's pretty good when Nashville, they canceled theirs, yeah, I it, think. It, and we were on Channel and, 2 because of it. Right. You know, so, so we got a lot of play out of yeah, that. Yeah, we got a lot of play out well, of that. Well, that's cool. Sure. Okay. Now, um, we're going to go to, oh, I'll tell you what. Don't, let's go to our first series of breaks, and we'll get back with Sean getting me on the air in just a minute. 
Uh, Sean Wright is running for Murfreesboro City Council. Here with Mr. Murfreesboro, Bill Wilson, Dalton Barrett's on the board. I'm Evan Lee Raymer. Stay with us. We're going to talk with Councilman Hopeful Sean Wright when we get back. Stay with us. Thank you. You know, I wanted to take just a minute and tell you about one of our finer restaurants here in town. That's Zao's Hibachi and Sushi Grill. Now, they are located out of Highway 231. That's Memorial Boulevard. Go out on past Adams Place. Go right up past Walmart and to the left, take your next stoplight. That's Wendellwood Drive. 149 Wendellwood Drive, Suite B5. They're in the Sprout Shopping Center. This is one of the most unique restaurants you will ever eat at. Appetizers, extensive menus, soups, salad sushi starters but the biggest thing that you'll enjoy is the show on the hibachi grills now mark has set up four of these grills and these chefs are second to none uh, the food very reasonably priced and if you got the kids with you a date with you they will show you a good time that's zao's hibachi and sushi grill 145 Wendellwood drive here in murfreesboro Go to J. Mullins Jewelers and check out their collection of reactor watches. They're located at 352 West Murfreesboro Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And also, custom-made jewelry if you want it, they can make it for you. Also, gifts for any and all occasions. Weddings, graduations, family reunions, uh, anniversaries, all of it. That's J. Mullins Jewelers, 352 West Murfreesboro Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. know somebody or do you yourself have storm damage on your house? Well, let me tell you about a locally owned business who you can call, Oakstone Builders LLC. They specialize in commercial and residential construction, remodel, and insurance work such as storms, floods, and fire. You can reach them at 931-488-5967. That's 931-488-5967. Or you can walk on in at 3173 South Church Street here in Murfreesboro. Once again, that's 931-488-5967. Five nine six seven. Ronna McCrary has been in the mortgage business for 29 years. During her 29-year tenure, she's won multiple awards for being a top producer. She was voted as a favorite mortgage loan officer in the 2018 and 2019 DNJ Ruthie Awards. She's a proud member of the Middle Tennessee State University 1989 graduating class. She specializes in all types of mortgage products and takes pride in going the extra mile. You can visit her at 1639 Medical Center Parkway, Suite 203, or reach her at 615-419-9193, or even apply online at loansbyronda.com. Thanks for tuning in, and when you get ready to buy or sell real estate, give the Thomas Wilson team with parts a call at 615-406-5872. We've been in the real estate business for over 25 years and have helped over a 1,000 families with their real estate needs. And we'd love the opportunity to serve you and your families. This is Bill Wilson with the Thomas Wilson team at Parks here in Murfreesboro. Give us a call. We will not disappoint. 
curve them, crack them, or bend them, we can mend them. Come by Wheelworks, located 516 South Church Street. For a free estimate, we also sell performance and passenger tires, as well as aftermarket and factory wheels. We also install lift kits, and we've been sponsoring and serving this community for 15 years. Come see us at Wheelworks at 516 South Church Street, or give us a call at 615-849-3848. Hello, everyone. It's Ed with Private Investigations in Middle Tennessee. You know, if you just need someone checked out on a background check, tag them a run, or if you need someone full-fledged follow, give us a call. You can reach me at 615-390-7219. That's 615-390-7219. Or check out our website at piofmt.com. That's piofmt.com. I'm Leah, the Bond Girl and owner of Grumpy's Bail Bonds. Now serving 24 Middle Tennessee counties, sometimes bad things really do happen to good people. And if you find yourself in jail needing bail, Grumpy's Bail Bonds is here for you. We'll get you out of jail with the fastest, friendliest, most affordable service. I guarantee you'll be happy when you call Grumpy's, 877-GRUMPY'S, or go to my website at grumpysbailbonds.com. Welcome back to the Evan Lee Raymer Show with your host, Ed Raymer. Let's get back to the program. All right, we are back. Thank you, Dalton. Appreciate it. And all of our sponsors, thank you so much. And Mr. James Rowland, who'll be 90. His son, Chris, advertises with us. And we are appreciative of all of our sponsors. Leah Hewlin. Um, Rhonda McCrary. Rhonda McCrary. Uh, Will Wirtz. Mitch Robinson. Jay Mullins. Jeff Mullins their family and Zows, Hibachi Grill, they're still with us. Uh, And we're so lucky. We're just so lucky. And I hope I'm not leaving anybody else. I do. I'll I'll mention you later. All right. This hour, the next 30, 40 minutes belongs to Mr. Sean Wright. And Sean, what are you running for and why are you running besides if you're running for the county line? Well, I'm uh, (laughs) not. This is your second run, isn't it? This is my second run. Second run. Okay. Uh, I'm the only non-incumbent running. The other three have been there before. So I would be new blood. Uh, I was born and raised in Murfreesboro. My family's been around here for right on around seven generations. Uh, And I want to continue making Murfreesboro the great city it is. Uh, Everybody can find some improvement to do, and let's help get there. Let's, Let's make it the great place we've all known. What is the one thing you would do? Say you'd get elected. What would be... What's priority? What do you think the priority is right now? That's a good question, especially at this time. Yeah. Because Besides never... COVID. Well, you, well, you don't know how the the fiscal stuff's going to plan out because of COVID. Right. Uh, it affects everything. Because you don't know how much money we're going to lose. We know what the budget came in in March and April, but going forward, you don't know how, how substantiated those sales tax losses are going to be. So that's something we've got to look at for the future. Uh, we, we've got to figure out how to be more fluid in a recession. So when the fi- when the do- tax dollars go down, we've got to figure out how to make up for that money without having to raise property taxes. Okay. Kind of like in Nashville. Well, we I think we just went through a property tax, didn't we? We, we, we did. did last and, I, year. and I think Ronnie Martin cleared that up like yeah. his last visit with us. I think the city might be sitting okay. We're okay right now. Right now. Yeah, right now. Uh, you know, and they, they did sell Murfreesboro Electric. That's right. Now, you came up with an idea, which 
is really dangerous for a politician. <laughs> I want you to listen to this, folks. And this this idea makes a lot of sense. You talk about go to maybe uh, right now. Anyone at large can run for city council, and that's fine. That's right. fine. That's good. And but uh, you were not necessarily in favor of term limits in this particular because you have such a hard time getting people to run that, that's correct we we have a hard t- i mean this time i'm we're only four candidates running for three seats so you know you don't have a like a big run sure. of people ready to run for city council uh there were seven running for last term for three seats which that's a good amount of numbers yeah. uh, but a, a lot of people ask me about districts all the time and <laughs> right and and there's a there's a big push for districts but there's also a big disadvantage to districts you uh you hear from a lot of people that I've contacted my city councilman, I've contacted the mayor, uh, I can't get a response back. I, I can't say that's true or not true because right. d- different things. But if you go to a straight district system, you've only got that one representative you, you can reach. And okay. that person is going to take care of that whole district. And if you've already got a problem getting communication from seven people, now you're going down to two, the mayor and your one district person. Instead, why don't we look at a hybrid system where you have four districts two at large or increase it to eight where you have four districts and four at large where you still have the look of the at large system we already have but you get those district representation that everybody asks for uh now if i was elected if i am elected in august you'll have i live on the south side kurt wade lives on the west side ronnie martin lives downtown uh, Mr. Shacklett, Mr. Smotherman, uh, Miss Scales, and the mayor all live on the north side. So you'd be pretty districted right then just from where everybody lives. Right. But you would say you would have two each district, basically. One, one each district and two at larges that right. would cover the whole city. Gotcha. Okay. So you'd have two people you could call. Well, three. Possibly. Three. Well, counting you'd, the mayor. Well, no, three. You'd have two at large district, uh, okay. at large councilmen. Right. A district representative and the mayor. So okay. you would have four total you could get a hold of. Anything else? How do you feel about now? We've got people with this police situation. Since all this has come out with the Floyd problem and, and all that, and it has been a problem. Don't get me wrong. Anyone looks at the video, there's something wrong there. Absolutely. Okay, there's no doubt about it. Um, your thoughts, your ideas. Well, I, I, I've talked to people that want to do everything from, hey, let's take some money off and go add some counselors to, hey, let's get rid of the whole Murfreesboro City Police Department. I am not for that at all. I'm actually for increasing the city police department's budget. Our crime rate went up 9.8% compared from 19 to 18, and it looks like it's going to be higher than that going into 20. So if we're going to take stuff away from the police department, we're just asking for more crime. Now. Yeah. Here, here's what I do like. I do like this idea of adding counselors to the police department umbrella for ideas like suicide prevention, for homelessness, maybe for some drug stuff, to get in front of these things that police may not be the best at. It would be more better handled by for a counselor. Yeah. But put it under the police umbrella where the police can be a backup. Right. I am also for body cams for police for two reasons. One, you get to identify the bad cops where you can get rid of them. But two, it protects our good cops to make sure that they're identified. If somebody made an accusation against one of our good police officers, sure, the body cam would say, well, no, this is actually not true. Right. Uh, this is what happened. This is right. what happened. And, and you think about a lot of these big-time news stories and how much those body cams come out and go, well, what was originally reported isn't actually what happened. Here's the camera footage. 
and right. that, okay. that protects that Some of them have them, don't they? Some of the Murfreesboro Police do. Some of the Murfreesboro Police do, yes. And I don't want to compare us to Nashville because we're nowhere the, the size, but they've been trying to get the, the Nashville Police Department. Sure. The, the communities or the, the people have been wanting them to get them for, for years. Right. Right. And yeah. you hit it on the head that the fact with that body cam, you'll be able to tell who's a good good cop, bad cop. Right. And nobody wants to protect the bad cops, but we all need to understand policemen are heroes, and the the good cops. I mean, you're they're they're great people. They're heroes. They put their lives on the line for us every single day. Right. And we need to make sure that the, our our cops are protected when they're doing something they're supposed to be doing. Now, any ideas on fire department? Fire prevention. Uh, I, I'm a big fan of the fire department. I actually, the uh, the firemen's association endorsed me this week. Uh, really? Yes, sir. Oh, yes, well, sir. congratulations. Uh, and I think we, same with the police. We've got to protect the firemen. Uh, we, we've got a bad problem with the police department and the fire department of getting people trained. And as soon as we get them trained, they're all they go somewhere else. Yeah, somewhere else. I know. And, and that's a problem somewhere just about region wide. Right. Is it know? because of the pay? It's because of the pay, the benefits, and the retirement. So you've, right. got, you've got a kind of a triple headed monster. So let's figure out what we need to do. Fix it. To fix it. And let's, I mean, it costs fifty to $60,000 person to get them trained to be a fireman or a police person so us as taxpayers are paying fifty to sixty thousand dollars to get somebody trained just for them to go to brentwood or smyrna or Nashville right. or somewhere mm-hmm. like that let's keep these people here it costs more money to get train them and send them away than it would to keep them here smyrna's paying better smyrna's paying better really yep yes sir who would have ever thunk that who would have ever thought it wow great day so okay. what what's your thoughts on the and this is on the state level governor lay um giving it to the city mayors and the county mayors to make decisions as far as wearing a mask well, I'll tell what, you what, what's I, your thoughts on that i think the governor should be the one leading the state so i think he should make the call one way or the other uh the one thing i do see about these mask mandates have y'all seen the list of exemptions for how why you don't have to wear the mask on the i have not so i didn't know such a list existed yeah if you go on davidson counties where they've mandated the mask there's like 12 or 13 exemptions why you don't have to wear them and if you don't want to wear a mask you can pretty much find a reason why i'll know that that exemption list and not wear it and there's nothing they can do uh so it's not a true mandate quote unquote it's, well, I keep yeah. one. Uh, Bill, you're wearing one, aren't you? Don't you wear? Yeah, one? I, I mean, not wear, tonight. We're I, going to the I studio. do. I do. Wear, I keep one in the car. I mean, yeah, I've yeah. always got one in my pocket. And, I keep uh, one in the car also. Yeah, wherever I go, I know at like church they give you an option. But if we're, I don't think politicians. I think we should look to the medical people and say, "Hey, that's right," and not the po- politicians to make the decision. The medical people who go to Harvard, who go to Vanderbilt, who study these infectious diseases, whatever it is, they're right. the expert. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. So if they say, we're already seeing a spike. And I don't, there's some people who think it's a bunch of hogwash. They think it's, it's like no one landed on the moon, you right. know, that right. type of person. Yeah, we're still dealing with that. There wasn't a holocaust, that type of person. We all know, if in your right mind, there's a covid disease going it's it's sure. a it's a until we get a vaccine and well, i and, and i that, love jesus don't get me wrong but the good lord gave us brains to use too well, right? I, hope, I hope we get a vaccine but if you look back they are still looking for a vaccine to sars and mers and they happened 15 20 years ago right and, and they're in the yeah. same line of disease right so why do we all of a sudden think we can come up with a cure for this one in less than a year 
when we've already mm-hmm. been looking at these two for 20 years and we haven't found any here yet. Well, I was listening this week to WGNS and the Farm Report in the afternoon, and one of the fellows from uh, Robertson County was speaking, and they'd had some workers come in, and we have a phone call for the show. Hold on, caller will be right with you. But they'd had some workers come in mm-hmm. uh, from other countries, probably, I'm guessing, South America. That's just me talking, folks. But when they got here, they knew they were social distancing, they were wearing their mask, and he said they were just as equipped as we were. He said this, and that shook me. He said this showed me this is a worldwide sure, thing. Sure, absolutely. All right, we have a caller on the line. Dalton, go ahead. Caller, you're on the air. Go ahead. How you doing, guys? Hey, Jeff, how are you? Pretty good. How you doing? I just wanted to say, I don't know if you guys are, I know, like you said, the governor said the other counties could have the mask mandates, and I know Nashville had one for a while. I don't know if they still do, but I heard Knoxville put one in this weekend. Starting this weekend, did y'all hear about that? No. Yeah, with a 30 they, 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 they had put one in, and what the penalty was, I'd heard, I don't know if it's true or not, but they said if they if they stop, you don't have a mask, they say it's 30 days in jail and a fine. Yeah, fifty dollars fine. Wait a minute, where at? Thirty days in jail. Fifty dollars fine. A fifty dollar fine or thirty days in jail. Oh, you get to choose. You get to choose. Well, it's fifty dollars. Well, I'm not good. going to jail. <laughs> <laughs> well, we go for thirty days. They got And you're not going back. I mean, we're not going. We're not going back there. We're well, not, you I know. know well, I know the one. I know one of the things they said, guys. That as far as exemptions, I know one of them. They said we was going to charges. That was one of them. Yeah, that was one of them. What right? Church, there were okay. several different ones that they they had had, but I don't know about as far as the uh, the bad. I don't know how they can really enforce it as far as you can go wearing them and things because because uh, you know you see stuff all the time. People on TV they'll show pictures of TV people not social distancing, wearing any mask or anything. Of course, you see all these cases. Going on and everything. Carry one in your pocket. But but I, 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 just, wanted to, yeah. I just want to ask the guys running for council. What do you think some of the key issues are? I know you said the tax, the tax uh, collection and everything. But what do you think some of the? If you had to pick pinpoint like three big issues that the city's got to face within, I'd say the next two or three years. What do you think the city and the maybe not the county so much, but the city has to face the next two or three years? And I'll hang up. And listen. Thanks a lot. Thank Thanks, you. Jeff. Thank, Thank you, Jeff. Appreciate it. I think three things you're going to look at in the next two or three years is you, there's there's talk of wanting to merge the school systems. Yep. Uh, there's uh, right. the, the red light cameras come back up for contract, and uh, now we're talking about the EM, uh, the city starting its own EMS system. So I think those are going to be the three top issues in the next two or three years. Right. They're talking about that now. I heard that on the radio as well. Yep. Um, the city's wanting to do their own so, own EMS, uh, and. There's great plug- deal of expense there, Sean. Well, well, it looks like Vanderbilt and St. Thomas are willing to foot the bill and just do it out of the fire halls. And if if, right. if that's the case, if, if Vanderbilt or St. Thomas is footing the bill and the, the taxpayers aren't paying for it, it's a, it's a no lose situation. But for how long are they willing to it, foot that? There you go. That's what you got to find out. And you got to, I mean, you got to study more. First than ninety that. days. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. we got it started. Right. Now it's on you. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. But but we need we need to look at all of that. Look at all the options. Look at how long that's set up for, and and compare it to what we have with the county. But if if this is true, and I've got to study it more, I, I think that's a no no lose situation. Right. Yeah. And if they're going to fund it. If they're going to fund it, I mean, sure. if, if we're not paying for it, all they want to do is bill out the expenses from the ambulances. So if St. Thomas or Vanderbilt's paying for it, they just want the billing capabilities. Sure. Yeah. Okay. All right. Bill, anything right now? I'm just thinking, what do you think about parks? 
not my com- not the company I work for, but I've heard he things about. Really, oh, there's but. some people who don't. Hey, let's get rid of the parks. <laughs> Because uh, Rogers Park, you know, my grandfather gave I, that land to the I don't city. Wanna, I don't want to get rid of any of the parks. I love the parks, especially during COVID. I live right next to Barfield now, Park. Now, you had an idea of charging for the services at the park. In other words, to rent a ball field or whatever it may be. Yeah, I mean, I'm, 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 so so my, my idea is this. It clears up a lot of budget, and it helps. We could put that money back towards fire, police, and teachers. Is the services that you already pay for with the park service, whether it's entrance into Sportscom, entrances into Patterson Park, uh, ball field rentals, golf cart green fees, tennis court rentals, the stuff you already pay for. What if we increase those fees enough to where the city parks department was funded itself internally? So you take, let's say you take a running average of five years for expenses and income. You figure out what those sweet spots need to be and you put those down and those entities pay for Barfield Park and Siegel Park and the Greenway services and Cannonsburg and Oakland's Mansion, all the other free services still stay free. So it only affects the people who are actually using those fees, that they're, those services that they're paying for already. Okay. So okay. It, do, it doesn't increase your tax base for the aren't, city tax You base. are a numbers guy too, aren't you? What, what's your degree in? You're, and where did you go to uh, I went School. to I went to MTSU. Uh, I got a bachelor's in business administration with an emphasis in finance and economics. Uh, then I went to the University of Memphis, finished top of my class for a master's of business administration with a, a specialty in finance. And then I went to U- University of Tennessee Knoxville and uh, got some certifications in lean process business management, Six Sigma Black Belt. Trimming, okay, so trimming. If you go there now, you better wear a mask. All right, Sean. <laughs> Sean Wright is our is our guest with us tonight. Dalton Barrett's on the board. We're going to go to a quick break here for two or three minutes. And Mr. Murfreesboro, Bill Wilson, our great co-host, is here back with you right after this. Stay with Thank us. You know, I wanted to take just a minute and tell you about one of our finer restaurants here in town. That's Zao's Hibachi and Sushi Grill. Now, they are located out Highway 231. That's Memorial Boulevard. Go out on past Adams Place. Go right up past Walmart and to the left, take your next stoplight. That's Wendellwood Drive. 149 Wendellwood Drive, Sweet B5. They're in the Sprout Shopping Center. This is one of the most unique restaurants you will ever eat at. Appetizers, extensive menus, soups, salad sushi starters but the biggest thing that you'll enjoy is the show on the hibachi grills now mark has set up four of these grills and these chefs are second to none uh, the food very reasonably priced and if you got the kids with you a date with you they will show you a good time that's zao's hibachi and sushi grill 145 Wendellwood drive here in murfreesboro Go to J. Mullins Jewelers and check out their collection of reactor watches. They're located at 352 West Murphy Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And also, custom-made jewelry if you want it, they can make it for you. Also, gifts for any and all occasions. Weddings, graduations, family reunions, uh, anniversaries, all of it. That's J. Mullins Jewelers, 352 West Murphy Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. 
know somebody or do you yourself have storm damage on your house? Well, let me tell you about a locally owned business who you can call, Oakstone Builders, LLC. They specialize in commercial and residential construction, remodel, and insurance work such as storms, floods, and fire. You can reach them at 931-488-5967. That's 931-488-5967. Or you can walk on in at 3173 South Church Street here in Murfreesboro. Once again, that's 931 488 Five nine six seven. Ronna McCrary has been in the mortgage business for 29 years. During her 29-year tenure, she's won multiple awards for being a top producer. She was voted as a favorite mortgage loan officer in the 2018 and 2019 DNJ Ruthie Awards. She's a proud member of the Middle Tennessee State University 1989 graduating class. She specializes in all types of mortgage products and takes pride in going the extra mile. You can visit her at 1639 Medical Center Parkway, Suite 203, or reach her at 615-419-9193, or even apply online at loansbyronda.com. Thanks for tuning in, and when you get ready to buy or sell real estate, give the Thomas Wilson team with parts a call at 615-406-5872. We've been in the real estate business for over 25 years and have helped over a 1,000 families with their real estate needs, and we'd love the opportunity to serve you and your families. This is Bill Wilson with the Thomas Wilson team at Parks here in Murfreesboro. Give us a call. We will not disappoint. Curb them, crack them, or bend them. We can mend them. Come by Wheelworks, located 516 South Church Street. For a free estimate, we also sell performance and passenger tires, as well as aftermarket and factory wheels. We also install lift kits, and we've been sponsoring and serving this community for 15 years. Come see us at Wheelworks at 516 South Church Street, or give us a call at 615-849-3848. Hello, everyone. It's Ed with Private Investigations in Middle Tennessee. You know, if you just need someone checked out on a background check, tag them a run, or if you need someone full-fledged follow, give us a call. You can reach me at 615-390-7219. That's 615-390-7219. Or check out our website at piofmt.com. That's piofmt.com. Hi, I'm Leah, the Bond Girl and owner of Grumpy's Bail Bonds. Now serving 24 Middle Tennessee counties, sometimes bad things really do happen to good people. And if you find yourself in jail needing bail, Grumpy's Bail Bonds is here for you. We'll get you out of jail with the fastest, friendliest, most affordable service. I guarantee you'll be happy when you call Grumpy's, 877-GRUMPY'S, or go to my website at grumpysbailbonds.com. I felt so alone, scared, angry, full of self-pity. I just wanted to die, so I took another drink. Then I heard about AA and went to my first meeting. The people there talked about those same feelings. I was no longer alone. They gave me help to stop drinking and hope to start living. Alcoholics Anonymous, it works. Look us up. Check your phone book, newspaper, or aa.org.
All right, and we are back. It's a little Beach Boys for you. Thank you, Dalton. We appreciate it. And um, Mr. Sean Wright is with us. He's running for Murfreesboro City Council. And uh, Sean, uh, like most politicians, I'll ask you uh, a, a very poignant question. Uh, why do you hate puppies? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I have a. He's very, a cat man. He's a cat man. Oh, I, I no. have a, a very fantastic about four year old golden doodle and a five year old miniature oh, schnauzer. I love What's their names? Do you know their uh, names? Yeah, my. Do golden, you know their names? <laughs> Do you know my, their names? My golden doodle's name is Ozzy, and my miniature schnauzer's name is Comet. Ozzy, right. after yeah. Ozzy Osbourne, maybe, uh, or Ozzy he, Nel- he was Nelson. Ar- he was already <laughs> named when I got him. Oh, we'll, you did. We'll, we'll go with Ozzy Nelson. Okay, that? Ozzy Nelson. Okay. <laughs> Local. Uh, you have you're married. You <laughs> have three children. Three Are they children. listening tonight? Uh, yeah, they're listening tonight. Well, My wife tell them hello. Hey, Laura Jackson Spencer and Knox. Knox Laura Mayer. Jackson Spencer and Knox. Is is grandmother listening? Grandmother's probably listening too. And Ann. And Ann and Taylor, Randy, Jimmy, all of them. The, my dad. Okay. There's a bu- there's a bunch of rights. There's a bunch of us. Oh yeah, there's a bunch of you. Yeah, yeah. comes in handy at election time, doesn't it? Hey, absolutely. <laughs> hey, when when you have to get your petition signed and you just walk into just your walk, own family's go into the living room. Into the living room. Here, here, now, this. folks, I can treat this fellow about any way I want because I live out in the county, so I couldn't vote for him <laughs> exactly. Way. Um, but uh, Bill, you got any more questions? You got a I question for Sean? I don't. What do you? Uh, we've already talked about this. I was going to say. What do you, here's what I like to see happen, and I'm just going to run this by you. Sure. I'm a big history buff. You see me down at the Historical Society. I love, I love history. I've always loved history. It'd be nice. I don't think, do they use the rover on, on the weekends? Do we use the rover? I, I think there are some routes on Saturdays now, but not many. I think it, we could get some tourism to have you, uh, dollars if we were to use the rover and do little history stops, like at the battlefield, go to... Well, around the city, Oakland's mansion. You could, you could go to MTSU. You just you could, you do could tours. Run, you could run downtown. Route, you could run around the battlefield, Oakland's mansion, historic society square. Right. Kind of just run a loop. Bradley. 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 Yeah. You could. Yeah. You I mean, could. you really could. Yeah. You know, they do that. Or a little Chicago trolley. I think a trolley with would be the, cool. the old Chicago mob people, and they talk yeah. about Capone and all that. You yeah, know, it, it would be real easy and if you got the buses already. Th- there was a right. horse-drawn trolley in 1896. Here, it lasted right. six months. The guy went bankrupt, right but down there, Main it was a little trolley. I always yeah. think of a trolley. I think of uh, Mr. Rogers. You know, Fred. <laughs> it was a trolley that was pulled by a horse, horse yeah. and it went down maple street and came down main street but uh i think having a cool trolley that would be cool but you gotta right. figure out how to pay for the cool trolley what's okay. your what's your thoughts on the statue well a, as a city councilman i wouldn't have any say over do anything with the statue because it's a county thing but i had this idea instead of since we can't do anything about the statue that what the city can do is they can work with some charitable organizations some 5013 c's and they can have a statue built of uh, Samson, the, the first... The Keeble. The Keeble, yeah. So, what, Samson Keeble. You saw or, that on Mr. Murphy's Road, didn't you? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, you, you've got, let's say, Samson Keeble, who yes. was born and raised in Rutherford County. Great you got, preacher. you got Mr. Scales, who was the first African-American uh, councilman. councilman. Yes. Let's build a statue of one of these people. Not the city pay for it, but the city work with charities to, pay, to get it built. Sure. And put it on a city property somewhere. Right. And that way, we're reaching out to the other side and making that happen because we don't have anything to do with the Confederate sure. statue, but we can help out where we can help out. Guys, we've got a phone call. Dalton, uh, go ahead. Caller, you're on the air with Sean Wright. Go ahead. Yeah, I was interested to hear Mr. Wright with his 
financial training and everything, how he felt about the city raising taxes so much. And it seems like every other meeting, all they're doing is approving another apartment complex, another soccer field, and spending twice the amount for a police department that, you know, the building that was originally scheduled. So just his thoughts on more apartments and more taxes and more soccer fields. Well, are you in favor, caller, of how would you feel about the police department being defunded? You know, I I understand the thought process behind that. We don't ever want to lose our police department. Sure. But when we've got X amount of dollars set aside for construction of a new headquarters and we go double and triple that amount, somewhere something's missing. It's kind of like the electric department. We didn't sell it to Middle Tennessee Electric. We, We gave them money to buy it. We gave them money we had on hand. True. So that they could buy it, and I just I don't understand why we do these things, and then turn around and raise our property tax expeditiously. You know, I mean it's it's, it's absurd. So I just wanted to get his thoughts on that. Thank you for your call, and we appreciate Thank your you. comments. Please yep. feel free to call Sean. I'll take Sean. Go ahead. Oh, I sat in the seat Bilson two years ago when I, I was running in eighteen, and I said, "Look, we got a major financial crisis coming, and if we don't change it, we're going to have to raise taxes." And it, right. was, it wasn't even eight months after that, nine months after that, that they proposed a tax increase. I was against the tax increase from the get-go. I saw it coming. And uh, had not had a tax increase in 20 years, 20 years. and therein lies the problem. That's that's correct. Uh, as far as the, the soccer fields and the apartment complexes, I, I don't think we need to build any more com- apartment complexes, probably for the hit, the future of Murfreesboro. I think we have enough apartment houses to, to, to go around. Uh, we, we need to start enticing home ownership in, in Murfreesboro, and here's why. In a recession, in a downturn, people stay where their jobs are and where they have roots. If you renting, if you are a renter, there's nothing wrong with renting. I've rented. Everybody's rented. Sure. Right. If you are a renter, you don't have anything holding you to the community in the time of a recession. Right. If you need to go get a job 100 miles away, you'll just move and go 100 miles away. If you own a home, it's not that easy. You got right. Your, your, you have certain you, obligations. More responsibilities. You, you have more responsibilities. responsibilities. As of right now, we're over 50% rentals to home ownership. So we need to have that flipped. We're about 52, 53% home ownership to 46, 47%, 48% rentals. Right. That way we can keep people here in an economic downturn. So I don't think we need to build any more apartments. I think, I think we should be done with apartments. Uh, now, here's an issue we have, though. If a property is already zoned multifamily, we can't not af- approve that project because it it's already meets the approval. Sure. Okay. We, now, we can deny a rezoning, but we can't deny a zoning that's already in place. Okay. Now, let me ask you, having said that, uh, Bill Ketron has, has been on with us, and he told us straight out of his mouth, and you can go back and listen to the broadcast, we're looking at an extra 300,000 people here in Rutherford County in by 2035. Years. Yeah. Yeah. Now, are we going to have to be in a situation where you have to build more apartment complexes? Well, you may you may in the future, but you don't right now. And so, right. I mean, I, I was talking to an apartment complex manager the other day, and I, they they either handle two or she's got tentacles to two of them, and sure. and they're at seventy five seventy percent occupancy rate. So they're this these big apartment complexes that aren't even full that we have now. Why build, oh, why, okay, why, I see what you're saying. Why right. build more? Yeah. Uh, if if we're not even filling up what we have, I mean, if you're going to be at a point where you're at 95, 96% occupancy, then yes, we need more apartment buildings. Okay. But we're not at that average. They're, are they, they're helping pay for the growth. They're taxed, too. They're taxed at, oh, 40, yeah. they're taxed at the 40% commercial rate. Yeah. Sure. 
Sure. Yeah, they pay a pretty penny. There's right. no doubt about it. Now, you had a great idea two years ago. We mentioned it out in the vestibule before we came in. Trash. And the incinerator idea. And that stuck with me. I thought about that a couple of days ago, Bill. Uh, it set this up. By the way, Bill, thanks for setting You're this welcome. up with Sean. We appreciate it. And, Sean, thank you. If I don't tell you, thank you for being here. Well, thank you thank for you having for me. Time. Absolutely. Uh, this thing has really stuck with me because now even the mayor, Bill Catron, has talked about that on the county side. Right. Of course, you're running for the city side. But haven't we reached a point where maybe, I mean, we're going to be forced to look at something? Well, like I, I think we're going to be forced to look at it. I know uh, when I actually proposed that, Mayor Catron was actually in the, the forum where I actually proposed that. And after I spoke, he came up a couple speakers later and he goes, Mr. Wright had a great idea. Nobody's ever talked about it. Right. Uh, and uh, I, I think it's a great idea. At that point, there was grants available to do it. I'm now looking into it again to see if there's still grants available. Uh, it, it's a very expensive project, so it, it, it's a major thing. But if we could get us, maybe Smyrna, Laverne, the county, all to go together uh, to spread those that expense out a little bit, uh, the incinerator, it, it captures methane that you can sell or use to create electricity. Sure. It's almost zero waste. I mean, it is a it is definitely the way of the future to get rid of trash. Because that hill out Jefferson Pike just keeps getting bigger and <laughs> keeps bigger. Keeps getting bigger. It needs bigger. a it's flashing light on it for <laughs> planes. For I'm planes. telling you. <laughs> I'm telling you. Yeah, um, I think it's a great idea. What was Sean the initial startup cost for a project like that? Do you remember? Uh, it was somewhere near half a billion dollars. I mean, it was really, really high. Now they're doing it in East Tennessee. Didn't they take a bus and go up there and was it Kings uh, Kingsport or somewhere where they that, were doing where the they center? were doing it? Yeah. yeah and, but like I said, back then there were grants. I mean, most of it could be paid for, uh, but the economic models changed a little bit. So I, we'd have to look and see if those grants are still available. Sure. So not all of it, but a lot of it. Right. Correct. Right. Okay. All right. Um, I think it's a great idea. Yeah. It's something we're going to have to look at. Uh, They've been closing it for twenty years now. Well, I know. <laughs> it's gonna when close when Dad was the uh, the county executive or whatever, chairman of the county commission. I remember when they first put it in it was maybe seventy eight or eighty. It was. It's been there for about forty years. Somewhere around there. When it was I just believe. a little yep. anthill. <laughs> right. But Everybody said we'll never need. That's that's fine. Well, guess what. Well, Here we, we are, forty years later. We, do, we don't ever do anything about the problem. We talk about it, then we kick right. the can. Yeah, we, we talk about down, exactly we like we did with the, the tax right. situation. If, with the if city. people knew all the trash that comes in here from different, uh, uh, it used to be different states and different out. cities. How they allow trash to come in here from all over the globe. It should be our trash, but it's about making money. Well, yeah. it is. Well, we, we at least need to have a place where we can put our trash for the next ten or fifteen years, even if you cut everybody else off. And just let us in. We, sure. We we at least need to be able to put our own. We think somewhere. shoot it off to the moon, maybe. Yeah, shoot it off somewhere. <laughs> uh, All right. Uh, Sean Wright has been good enough to be with us. We're going to let you go, Sean. All right. Thank you so much. Give it your best Thank shot before you leave here. Tell us when you're running. Tell when you, is the election? When does the vote yeah. start? When uh, does everything start? July seventeenth, August the first is early voting. Voting day is August the sixth. Uh, there's you you can vote up to three times. I'd appreciate you to only vote for me, but hey, if you got if I'm your second choice, put put my da- name down as the second choice or the third choice. I just appreciate your support. Hold on a minute, we've got some text. What do well, you got? We got on? a uh, we got a question over Facebook. One last question, I guess. Okay. Uh, is there anything the city council can do to promote affordable home ownership? 
That's a good one. All right, so uh, Bill, you as a realtor can help with this one also. The, the price of land has gotten so astronomical that it's hard to build a house that's affordable. And then you've got three real estate investment trusts that the past several years have been buying every property they can buy. And it just makes the rent go further and further up, which when they are buying that many properties, it also brings the sales prices up because uh, that tide rises all waters. Uh, it's just passed on it's down. It's just passed on down. Yeah, the developers are passing it down sure. to so, consumers. So the the best thing to do is the city has already started. To, a, a lot of people don't like townhomes, but it is the way to get homeowner homes built cheaper. It's your starter to, home. It's your starter home now. Uh, and so the, these townhome complexes are the new affordable housing. And you run into that a lot in bigger cities. When you can't build a single-family home because of the price of dirt, you got to go to the next best alternative. Sean Wright. He is running for Murfreesboro City Council along with three other competitors that are currently incumbents. Sean, we wish you the very best. Thank, thank you, you very for much. Being thanks, here. thanks for giving me the opportunity to be on here tonight. No, thank you very much. Our very thanks, best Sean. to you and to your family. Thank Good you luck very to much. you. Take care. Emily Raymer, Bill Wilson, Mr. Murfreesboro, and Dalton's been going to be on the board. Sean's been our guest. We're going to be back with you right after our last series of breaks. Stay with us. You know, I wanted to take just a minute and tell you about one of our finer restaurants here in town. That's Zao's Hibachi and Sushi Grill. Now, they are located out of Highway 231. That's Memorial Boulevard. Go out on past Adams Place. Go right up past Walmart and to the left, take your next stoplight. That's Wendellwood Drive. 149 Wendellwood Drive, Sweet B5. They're in the Sprout Shopping Center. This is one of the most unique restaurants you will ever eat at. Appetizers, extensive menus, soups, salad sushi starters but the biggest thing that you'll enjoy is the show on the hibachi grills now mark has set up four of these grills and these chefs are second to none uh, the food very reasonably priced and if you got the kids with you a date with you they will show you a good time that's zao's hibachi and sushi grill 145 Wendellwood drive here in murfreesboro Go to J. Mullins Jewelers and check out their collection of reactor watches. They're located at 352 West Muffet Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And also, custom-made jewelry if you want it, they can make it for you. Also, gifts for any and all occasions. Weddings, graduations, family reunions, uh, anniversaries, all of it. That's J. Mullins Jewelers, 352 West Muffet Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. know somebody or do you yourself have storm damage on your house? Well, let me tell you about a locally owned business who you can call, Oakstone Builders LLC. They specialize in commercial and residential construction, remodel, and insurance work such as storms, floods, and fire. You can reach them at 931-488-5967. That's 931-488-5967. Or you can walk on in at 3173 South Church Street here in Murfreesboro. Once again, that's 931-488-5967. 
Ronna McCrary has been in the mortgage business for 29 years. During her 29-year tenure, she's won multiple awards for being a top producer. She was voted as a favorite mortgage loan officer in the 2018 and 2019 DNJ Ruthie Awards. She's a proud member of the Middle Tennessee State University 1989 graduating class. She specializes in all types of mortgage products and takes pride in going the extra mile. You can visit her at 1639 Medical Center Parkway, Suite 203, or reach her at 615-419-9193, or even apply online at loansbyronda.com. Thanks for tuning in, and when you get ready to buy or sell real estate, give the Thomas Wilson team with Parks a call at 615-406-5872. We've been in the real estate business for over 25 years and have helped over a 1,000 families with their real estate needs. And we'd love the opportunity to serve you and your families. This is Bill Wilson with the Thomas Wilson team at Parks here in Murfreesboro. Give us a call. We will not disappoint. Curb them, crack them, or bend them. We can mend them. Come by Wheelworks, located 516 South Church Street. For a free estimate, we also sell performance and passenger tires, as well as aftermarket and factory wheels. We also install lift kits, and we've been sponsoring and serving this community for 15 years. Come see us at Wheelworks at 516 South Church Street, or give us a call at 615-849-3848. Hello everyone, it's Ed with Private Investigations in Middle Tennessee. You know, if you just need someone checked out on a background check, tag them a run, or if you need someone full-fledged follow, give us a call. You can reach me at 615-390-7219. That's 615-390-7219. Or check out our website at piofmt.com. That's piofmt.com. I'm Leah, the Bond Girl and owner of Grumpy's Bail Bonds, now serving 24 Middle Tennessee counties. Sometimes bad things really do happen to good people. And if you find yourself in jail needing bail, Grumpy's Bail Bonds is here for you. We'll get you out of jail with the fastest, friendliest, most affordable service. I guarantee you'll be happy when you call Grumpy's, 877-GRUMPY'S, or go to my website at grumpysbailbonds.com. I felt so alone, scared, angry, full of self-pity. I just wanted to die, so I took another drink. Then I heard about AA and went to my first meeting. The people there talked about those same feelings. I was no longer alone. They gave me help to stop drinking and hope to start living. Alcoholics Anonymous, it works. Look us up. Check your phone book, newspaper, or aa.org. Welcome back to the Evan Lee Raymer Show with your host, Ed Raymer. Let's get back to the program. All right, we are back. Dalton, I want you to tell people, uh, Dalton Barrett's on the board. Will you tell people this new website we're going to have? This is exciting, folks, because well, it, it's beautiful. It's not even going to have. It's up. The The new okay. website is up currently. It's WGNSRadio.com. Same as before. You can reach it at the same address. But it's it's redesigned. Uh, it's a little more user-friendly. We've done a lot of work to, to, to make it 
um, you know, easy to, to mess around with and find your different things. Um, we, we've tried a lot of new things as well as, um, uh, you know, all the old stuff is on there as well and the, and the history pages. And we're working on some new stuff with the podcast for radio shows that's going to be really cool. But the whole thing is, is freshly redesigned. Um, uh, while we and were, we'll be able to go to Spotify and yes, whatever uh, that, that's, that's coming. Cool. That's, that's coming. coming. Right. And we, we haven't gotten there yet, but that's one of the things we're working on. You'll notice there are buttons on there for that currently okay but the buttons don't take you anywhere just yet they will soon sure. um but if you you can still listen to the podcast on our website you know wgnsradio.com all of our uh, our shows that are podcasted are on there and eventually will be in spotify itunes google podcast and stitcher will be the four stitcher. platforms stitcher cool. Will it take us to Boots, Boots, Boots? We'd like to hear that before we leave the air tonight. Do you, can you pull that it's up? It's on there. I'm not going to pull it Come up. Come on, Dalton. No, I, I was bragging on you before I got boots, came up here. Boots, boots, boots. boots. It's, it's still on the website. You it's can go to sections, and then once you hit sections, there is. Here we or, go. We're or, going. Or, no, I'm sorry. Go to about, and then WGNS history, and it's on there. It's on there. Okay. Yeah. Boots, boots, boots. Yeah, but I'm not playing it again. So you're Come gonna, on. You can get Dude, it's 4th of July. Dude. We've had a, it's been a bad week. <laughs> Speaking of that, did you know that July 4th was the um, – because Casey Kasem, American Top 40, used to right. play on this radio station. And right. that show premiered uh, on the 4th of July in – 70-something. 76, I want to say. But it, was, wow. it premiered on Independence Day on the 4th of July. With another hit. Casey Kasem. <laughs> Casey Kasem, America's Top. He had a very unique yeah, voice. Yeah, he and yeah. Dick Clark. Oh, yeah. American yeah, Bandstand. Yeah. But Casey Kasem, every, we listened to him in Kentucky. They had him on at some of the stations up there. He was on on Sunday night. Yeah. And you'd hear him. And then Donna Summer with another hit. <laughs> what about <laughs> Wolfman Jack? Oh, he came yeah. up here one Picture time, didn't he? Wolfman, Wolfman. Right, hanging right out here in the studio. I'm the Wolfman. Yeah. yeah. He sure was did. in the movie American Graffiti. I always wondered I what he would really talk like. Well, he was in that movie of American Graffiti. American Graffiti. I guess that's how he really talked. Have we talked to Bart about buying the Henry's building yet and putting WGNS <laughs> there on the corner? And then when you have when you have the jazz fest, no, look, you're down there and you got the glass and pe- you I think it'd be a great I think it's a great I idea. I understand, but you do do you know what that would cost? Make him work out some sort of trade or something. <laughs> trade? Bart, are you listening? Are, are you kidding? A trade? Think about it. They're not going to trade. Every, I think it would be a great Saturday morning. It's a great idea. Uh, Don't get me wrong. I wish we could do it. Uh, but I mean, if, money grew on, if money grew on trees, we'd and, run back and pick Remember the effort to move everything from this studio to oh, there. Oh, man. So, yeah. No, I, I'll tell you the worst thing I ever had to move when I was a kid. I moved to a grocery store one weekend. I can't imagine. Uh, with, is this for extra the, money, or were you had? Was it? No, I was working there. No, I worked furlough. There. This no, was, no, 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 no. This is years ago. We've got to go. I'm being told by our illustrious little producer here. Little producer. Bill, you got a good week going. Hey, on? we got okay. busy week. We got auctions coming up. Good things. Good deal. Real estate still going great. Give us it a is. call. Here in six one five four zero six five. Thank you, Dalton, for doing such a good job. We're going to be back with you now. We're going to replay last week's show, which was Kelly Holcomb. And, uh, you know, I'm afraid Kelly's got had some bad news this week. The, the sports are not coming back just yet. Football's going to have to take a back seat for a while. But we'll get there, folks. Keep your head up, and we'll talk to you next week. Stick around for Kelly Holcomb and the show in our 9 o'clock hour. Back with you next week.
WDLP Murfreesboro, W263 AI Murfreesboro, W270 AF Murfreesboro. WGNS Murfreesboro. Well, good evening, everyone. Edwin Lee Raymer with you once again on a Sunday night. Mr. 